Hi, friend. Welcome back to the Beginner Mom Boss podcast. Girl, can I just tell you something? If I had a tagline, it would be that Juliana brings lockdowns wherever she goes. So if you're not following along, I just, I moved um, from Portugal. Well, I moved uh, from the US to Portugal. Portugal had a, like a really strict lockdown. So then we came from Portugal to Italy and now Italy is in a lockdown. So yeah, that's the story of my life. So last year. So, okay, let's back up a little bit. When my husband and I got married, we didn't have a wedding. We were like poor, like a wedding and honeymoon was not in our radar at all. And um, so last year we were going to have our honeymoon. COVID happened. And now this year when we were here, when we got here and everything was open and everything was fine here in Italy, I was like, maybe we can get like married this year, not married, but you know, have a wedding, have a little ceremony or whatever. Of course, nope, not going to happen. And that's it, you guys. So that's the story. But anyway, life goes on. I'm just glad that, you know, Amazon and Etsy, they're pretty much taking care of themselves. And um, it is what it is, you guys. You know, that's why I, I'm glad that I have these businesses that are, Etsy, not, it's not as passive as Amazon, obviously, but they're still passive enough that, you know, I can be here in lockdowns and moving countries and, you know, life still goes on and I want the same for you. So if you want to grab a coaching call with me, guys, if you, if, if you're on the fence, if you're like, okay, I don't know about this, like this is, you've listened to three or more episodes and you have that tug in your heart, girl, just go for it. Listen to your intuition, go for it. Let's go. Let's take it to the next level. Guys, I'm also going to start offering um, coaching packages because I know for a lot of you, what happens is you guys get the one coaching call and then you feel so fired up and you're like, yeah, I got this. Like, this is amazing. And then there's no accountability and you, you know, kind of like don't do the things and, you know, whatever. So I'm offering, I'm going to start offering um, coaching packages as well so that we can do like an intensive, like my eyes on your business for a longer period of time so that we can have a plan from start to finish and I can follow along with you. We can tweak as we go. So come over to my website, julianarabadi.com slash coaching. Let's grab a call or let's grab a coaching package so that we can take your shop to the next level. Now let's talk about negotiating with your suppliers. So last week I gave you guys some tips on how to find them and now we're going to talk about negotiation. So I am using Alibaba as kind of like the starting place because I know a lot of people that's where they're going to go um, to get the best prices and the best deals especially if you have to um, customize something or even guys if you are um producing things on Etsy and you got to buy them in bulk, you can still check out Alibaba. You're going to get a lot of supplies, but you know, you can still go on there and find the cheapest price possible to create your products. So once you're on Alibaba, I gave you guys homework last week just for you to guys, for you guys to go and check it out and, uh, you know, get a feel for things. You guys probably saw that there are uh, different things that you can search by. So there are suppliers who are trade assured, they're verified suppliers. So I definitely think that it is an added layer of protection because you have to pay to get verified and all these things, which I think is great. So obviously, 
people who are going to be more committed and who are serious, they're going to pay for those certifications. So I'll definitely choose a supplier who does have those certifications. So, you know, we're looking at the trade assurance and the verified supplier, and you can check those on the left side. Like if you do a search on Alibaba and then on the left side right there, there are the boxes that you can check. And then it'll like lower the, the number of suppliers available because obviously not everybody wants to pay for those certifications, but I think it's definitely a good thing if your supplier has, has those things because it means that they're serious. I would also look at the number of years that they are on business, that they're in business. I mean, the only thing I would say here is that from what I understand about business in China is that... I can go bankrupt today and start a new business tomorrow. Um, I'm not really sure how the laws work over there. I'm not really familiar, but that's what I've heard. So even if somebody has like one year of experience, it doesn't mean that um, they don't have much more experience than that. It might just mean that for one reason or another, they, they filed for bankruptcy and then just restarted under a, a new business so just something to keep in mind you guys you know as as you're looking but obviously somebody who has had their businesses um, their business for a long time that's also going to be a reliable supplier and then next okay once you're talking to you know I, I'm just gonna say the Chinese but obviously insert whoever you're talking to because you know you could be talking to somebody in the US you could be talking to somebody in Australia whatever I want you guys to put yourself in their shoes. So imagine if, um, you know, you sell whatever product, right? So for, for the sake of an example, let's just say you sell brownies, okay? And your brownies, you make them obviously by hand and you use organic products and it's vegan. You can make them gluten-free and um, there's like this whole story behind your brownies as, as why you started them and whatever. And let's say you're selling them at a farmer's market, okay? And because you are using all the top-notch ingredients and you make them differently and there's all this love and care, you charge a higher price for your product. And, you know, let's say the average brownie costs $2, your brownie is 4 bucks. Now, imagine if I come to you at the farmer's market and I just ask you how much and I'm not interested that it's organic I don't I don't know these things I don't know that it's organic that it's vegan that it's gluten-free um, there's there's this whole story behind and all I do is ask you how much you might feel like okay if I don't tell this person the story as to why my my brownie is double the price of conventional brownies they're gonna walk away so understand one thing when you guys go to suppliers and you're you're trying to find out the price and how much you can negotiate you guys cannot just go in and say how much for this. Ask them about their business. Ask them um, why they started. Get to know them on a deeper level. Like what? Why is it that they do what they do? And even though in this case, in like Alibaba, you're doing it, you know, through the computer. It's like it's not the person-to-person -person interaction, still be interested in what the person has to offer you. Ask them how long have they been in business? Like be genuinely interested in what they have to tell you because if you just go in for how much, they're going to give you like whatever price, right? But if you're actually interested um, in what in, in, in them and why they do what they do and the products that they use and all this stuff, now you've started a relationship with this person. So imagine, even if I 
like so so let's say you're selling these brownies and somebody comes in and they're asking about the brownies right and you they're listening to your story and they're excited and they're asking more questions oh my gosh what is the likelihood that you're going to sell them the brownie and then give them one extra right because the person took the time to be interested in you and to learn about you and why you do what you do so guys Take the time to create the relationship. Don't just like go for the kill, right? And say how much. Take the time to build that relationship. It's super important, guys. So if you take nothing away from this conversation today is that you have to take the time to build that relationship so that you can get the the best deal ever. In an ideal world, what would be happening is that you guys, you know, would be going to China, doing the Canton Fair and talking to the suppliers in person. But guys, in COVID times, like, it's not going to happen. Even in like regular times, let's be honest, like it doesn't happen. I've never been to China, just so you guys know. But, you know, in an ideal perfect world, obviously you would go and talk to, you know, the manufacturers in person and you'd go to the factory and you'd spend a day and all these things, right? But this is the real world. We don't have the time to do that, especially now during COVID times. It's just not going to happen. So the, the next best thing is for you to create the deep relationship with them over, you know, the interrupts. That's totally okay. Um, you might be tempted to jump on a call with them, but just know that, um, my experience has been that a lot of Chinese people are more hesitant to jump on a call with, with you, like a video call, because um, while they can, you know, obviously write in English and understand and, and like read and write very well, speaking can be more challenging. So that has been my experience is that they're more hesitant to jump on a call with you. Okay. So just keep that in mind and take the time to get to know them. And obviously you're not just talking to like one supplier, you guys, make sure that you're contacting a couple of them because you can't just depend on one person. You have to have backups and um, get to know many different suppliers, not just the one. Also, obviously you want to have multiple suppliers because you want to have you know, you you want to have numbers to go off of. So let's say there's this one supplier that you really vibe with and you're like, this is the one, but they have a higher price. But then you have somebody else here who has, you know, a little bit of a lower price. You can say, hey, this person gave me this price. Can we negotiate down a little bit? You know, things like that. Now, understand that the price that um, is given on Alibaba is it's a much higher price, right? That's not the final price because you are expected to negotiate so don't feel bad about negotiating you guys especially for us ladies like if you're anything like me negotiating just freaks you out you don't want to do it I get it trust me I get it but the Alibaba price that is not the final price that is the, that that is a higher price for you to negotiate the price down on okay so take a deep breath, girl, you got this, like, it's totally okay, it's expected that you negotiate, okay, next, I just want you to be mindful about when you're writing to them, especially, like, in this case, if you're writing to a Chinese person, understand that while it's totally, you can totally um, get what they're saying, they can get what you're saying, like, English is not their first language, so, there are going to be things that you're, you're going to have to simplify for them, okay? So instead of writing this like super intricate message and using all these big fancy words that people are going to need a dictionary for, be um, be simple in the way you write, you know? So explain things without, you know, writing a dissertation 
on, on things, you know, like be to the point while also explaining things, you know, so be thorough, but be to the point, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. While obviously being kind and being respectful and being interested in what they have to say. So those are, those are really important. And I say that because I feel like in the U S we're just quicker to be like, okay, how much is it? Do we have a deal? Let's move on with life. We don't have time for this, right? Like we're just boom, 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 boom. In Asian cultures, you guys, once again, it's about cultivating those relationships and, um, you know, making sure that you are on the same vibe, that you're on the same level as your supplier, that you guys are working together. So you, those relationships are super important. So you can't just go in, like I said before, like go in for the kill, just baba boom, you know, like what is the best price you can give me for this? Because you're not going to get, you're not going to get the best price. Now, mama, obviously you don't have to like enter into a courtship with them before you ask for the price and stuff like that. You know, like this isn't taking months, okay? Like this is taking a few days for you to build their relationship and, and things like that because obviously you, you can't spend all this time trying to get to know them and their most, you know, inner thoughts, whatever, right? So we, we got to move on with life also. So it's the delicate balance of um, you getting to know them but also getting to the point, you know? So like I said... We're not entering into a courtship. Uh, we're just asking those questions, but also being being quick about it, right? It's easy for us to, you know, get lost, right? So you still have a mission and we're still moving forward and uh, not taking forever to get to the bottom line. Now, the way that I would start that relationship with them, the very first in, um, email they're going to send them is first of all, once you are on Alibaba and you're going to email them, there's usually a name on there of the person you're probably going to be talking to. So address it to that person, you know, so hello, so-and-so, my name is so-and-so, I just came across your company and I really like what I see. Um, if they have any certifications, ask them about those certifications and also leave it open-ended, like, you know, what else would you like me to know about your company? I'm really interested and I look forward uh, to building a possible relationship with you. So that, you know, once they get back to you, they have their story to tell and whatever, you know, and just know that because they have been dealing with uh, like probably like Americans for a very long time and the way that people do business, which they, they don't really know how to do business properly with um, Asian cultures, they might just send you back a couple sentences. So, you know, they, they may not give you like a, like a dissertation themselves on, you know, who they are and what they do and all that because they have been dealing with Americans um, who are just like quick and dirty to the point. But don't feel like, you know, you can't be the one to start a relationship and be different because you are going to stand out, okay? So don't feel afraid, you know, if you took the time to send them the, this nice message and, and now they send back to you with like the short two sentences because they know how... Uh, how how quick we are as Americans to just, you know, go to the point. But the whole reason why I'm telling you this is because in Asian cultures, it's different. Like you, when you do a business deal with somebody, it happens over a period of days. It doesn't happen like on the spot like we do in America, okay? So don't be afraid to do things uh, differently and ask those questions, you guys. Ask for the certifications that they have. Ask about their working conditions. Ask about things that are important to you um, so that you can, you can feel confident that you are making um, the right decision and be sure that you're talking to multiple suppliers so that um, you can get different points of views and different prices and, and you can get an idea for, for how things are working. And the last tip I have for you guys is that... Um, 
China is very um, regional with uh, the things that they sell. So in different parts of their country, they're known for the different things that they do. So if you're talking to a company that is in one part of China and in another country, another, another, I'm sorry, another company in another part of China and things like that. Um, that's very unusual. You might be dealing with a, um, trading company. So usually when you're talking to suppliers for the same thing, they're all going to be in the same region of China. So that's just like an extra little bonus tip for you guys to be aware of, because I don't want you guys to deal with, um, the trading companies because they are going to be more expensive and more limited in what they can do for you. I really want you guys to go directly to the manufacturer because like I said, you're going to get more customization, a better price. Obviously, you're going to be talking to the people directly. You know their business practices and it's something that you can feel comfortable with having their relationship with them. Anyway, Mama, that's it for today. I really hope you enjoyed these two episodes. So you haven't listened, I should have said it this is the beginning, but there, obviously there was another episode uh, before this one. So go back and listen to that one. And listen, even if you're not doing uh, business in China, but you're doing business elsewhere in the world, um, take time to build those relationships and uh, talk to them and understand them. And don't feel like you know, you might have hit it off with one supplier, but the price is like really high and like way outside of what you're looking to pay. Sometimes we have to make those sacrifices, right? Like don't get emotionally attached. So, and I know it's hard. It's something that I used to say like way back when, um, in these episodes is that, um, you know, um, you can fall in love, but don't get married, you know, so be ready to walk away. And I'm saying this because I know for us ladies, it's, it, it can be, super easy to get emotionally attached to somebody and and something or an idea and want for that to work and then it doesn't work so just be open and understand that this is at the end of the day a business transaction and um you know it's not um we're not looking for our next husband or wife you know so that's it that's all i have to say and actually i do have one more tip for you guys and that is for you to uh, before you do any negotiation or things like that um, get familiar with Chris Voss. He is a ex-FBI hostage negotiator and he has a, a book on negotiation. Uh, negotiation. He has like, there, there are YouTube videos on him. There are podcast episodes you can listen on him and he'll give you um, tips on negotiation and things like that. So I highly recommend you get familiar with Chris Voss. So you just... Um, Get more familiar with negotiation and you are able to kind of break down that stigma that we all have about negotiating because girl i know it's hard so yeah mama thank you for listening good luck on your search don't forget that you are amazing you're capable you can do hard things including negotiating with suppliers and finding the best deal for your product for your um, online store and until Next time, may be wrapped in peace, love, and kindness, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.